Well, hello there, listeners. It is I, once again, DJ Star Sage, coming to you from the Lady Demora, Her Majesty's carriage. We are just leaving the chateau on a brisk, wintry day, and it's the warmest temperature we've seen in a while. It's uh, not quite above freezing, but the sun's out, and uh, before long it will be sunset. Won't you join me for another installment of Surely You Jest, the day-to-day life of a modern-day jester? So how are you? And what have you been up to? As I mentioned, or perhaps not, (laughs) took me a couple of tries to get out my driveway this afternoon. I am uh, headed out on some errands and uh, thought I'd bring you along. It is a Sunday afternoon and hubby will be finishing work in a couple of hours coming home and uh, well before I blink it will be Monday morning but you know what I don't have many complaints about that (laughs) I mean it's not like I have to uh, you know uh join the outside world which is perfectly fine by me because you know if you think about it if we ever do make it to the final frontier you know we uh go back to the moon and maybe someday colonize mars uh getting dressed to go to the outside world will be quite a bit different than it is uh in uh, today's age i mean um if you are someone like me who has ended up spending more time at home these last couple of years, it feels a bit like, you know, being a, a spaceman, a, a colonist, somebody who has uh, been uh, under the dome and wondering what the uh, wonders of the world hold in store. Oh, the holidays have passed and we're in that time of year where not really a whole lot is happening. Certainly, people are uh, doing their planning. That's actually one of my favorite things to do with this time of year is I'm the nut who gets excited when the new calendars come out. No, I don't collect them. No, I don't have a particular favorite themed calendar. But I do like to get a printed calendar and you know, uh, just jot out birthdays and anniversaries and all sorts of occasions that are, um, well, opportunities. You know, perhaps to have a meal out, meet up with friends, maybe have a little adventure. Just before the holidays were over, 
was invited to my nephew's place. Now this was my, uh, my this is my brother's oldest, and uh, well, let's just say it took him a while to come around to that. Um, this young man was his uh, his prom night baby, let's just say. And, uh, well, in more recent years, my brother has become quite a bit more involved in the, uh, the burgeoning family. <laughs> now, that's not what I'm going to call them, but, uh, it is my, my brother's oldest, uh, who has, uh, a few years back now married off and has started his own family. Well, I was due to go to my nephew's for a family gathering. Now, of course, we are still very much in a scary world. You know, the day-to-day uh, -day concerns and worries about people's health and safety. And, well, it's no secret, really... Uh, that I confess that uh, I, like many, come from a family who aren't all on the same page when it comes to the dynamics of the pandemic. Now, this won't be a lengthy discussion because uh, that's one thing that we're all tired of is hearing people's opinions about what's going on in the world. I think it was uh, a photo that I saw a while ago of uh, actor Ethan Peck, who is the, the grandson of the famed actor Gregory Peck. Ethan Peck, in more recent years, has uh, taken on the role of Mr. Spock on Star Trek Discovery and now a new series that will be premiering in uh, May called Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Anyways, Ethan Peck put it best with uh, just a t-shirt I saw him wearing when he met Kate Mulgrew in an event, and uh, the shirt said, I like science. <laughs> so that's all I'll say about that, but uh, we had a, a gathering that was planned at my nephew's and uh, my brother, who, uh, for, uh, for good reasons, I, I've decided I will no longer refer to my brother as Jughead. Uh, for any of those of you who've been listening to me for a time, you know that my brother and I are not terribly close. Um, but uh, there has been a motion to make amends... As, uh, as he stated, uh, we're not getting any younger, and uh, my father had decidedly more siblings than I, and, well, he had an unfortunate childhood, and uh, I can safely say that I had no similarities in my upbringing. So, partly in memory and honor of our parents, we have uh, arrived at a point where we've decided it's silly to continue on as we are. 
we may not be the best of friends, but at least we can make an effort. So to that end, I have decided I will no longer call my brother Jughead. Instead, uh, since my brother was a fan of metal bands in the 80s and 90s, I'm going to adopt a a new nickname for him. Uh, Henceforth, I will be referring to my brother as Axel. And, uh, well, this was his son's house that I was going to be going to for the gathering, our little family makeup party for the holiday. And, uh, well, knowing that, uh, there were different opinions in that, uh, branch of the family, <laughs> considering the world affairs, I suppose, uh, I, uh, I wanted to extend an olive branch, but at the same time, there had to be terms. I, I didn't want there to be any discussion of politics, and I probably didn't have to, but I wanted to get permission from my brother for me to wear a mask in mixed company because, uh, well, let's just say that, uh, members of, uh, that side of the family, uh, seem to share the opinion that, uh, COVID is not much of a big deal, and it's, uh, a little like having a, a bad cold or the flu, but I digress, I, uh, presented my evidence for the argument and stated that my husband has a delicate immune system and I have an older mother-in-law with a heart condition. So, of course, uh, Axel decided that uh, he would uh, try to be the peacekeeper in that situation and uh, said, oh, well, you know, uh, I will stand up for your choice. You know, all we want is a choice on our side of the aisle. That's what we fight for is choice. And, uh, well, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go there, um, Roe versus Wade, anyone? Anyways, the day came for this get-together, and I had made preparations to bring a dessert with me. Some of you may have followed me on social media. I'm also on, uh, sparingly, TikTok, DJ Star Sage, of course. And during the holidays, I made a cake that was inspired by a recipe once shared by the former podcaster Teaching Thomas. But it was a pineapple and uh, ginger, I'm sorry, not pineapple, pear and ginger uh, recipe with maple. And uh, I adapted it so that rather than being the original form, which is a pie, I turned it into a cake recipe and I, I used spice cake. So I called it lumberjack cake because, you know, 
everything needs a simple name, and uh, who wants to go to the lengths of explaining that you change the recipe every time? <laughs> Anyways, I made my lumberjack cake into muffins to take with me to the family party. And um, lo and behold, all of my anxiety and all of the tension of uh, the expectations of going came and uh, our dear sweet kitty cat, our senior calico, Nala, decided, well, she didn't really decide, but uh, realized that she needed some medical attention. Now, um, for those unaware, we have senior kitties. They're all, they're both at least 16 years of age, so, you know, that, that puts them uh, on AARP, kitty AARP, kitty AARP. <laughs> But uh, Nala was a runt when she was born many moons ago. And uh, that just means, of course, that she was tiny. She was smaller than her, her siblings. And, uh, well, unfortunately, it also means that she had some birth defects. And one of the among, among those was uh, she was born with only one kidney. So, over the years that Hubby and I have been together, she has been prone to episodes of poor health, and of course part of that was, for longest time, we didn't realize that she had a lingering uh, urinary infection that was not treated by our former vet, uh, hence the former. But it's been more than a year since she was cured off of that with some uh, very strong medication and uh, well the uh, infection was gone but that doesn't uh, that doesn't help her over the hurdle of her her biology you know she still only has one kidney and uh, now and again she will have a bleeding episode now we think that this is possibly kidney stones and really, there is no medication that can prevent it from happening. It can only help um, her get through the the current predicament. And uh, in her case, we were able to catch it early because, of course, I work from home. So within 24 hours of her occurrence, she was back on antibiotics for a week and uh, well the the timing was such that I didn't get a chance to partake in the family party which I feel really bad about because this nephew has been good enough to include me and my husband for that matter and uh, we did attend his wedding some years back now but unfortunately, due to circumstances beyond my control, I have had to turn down one invitation after another. That includes a housewarming shortly after the wedding, because at the time, my older vehicle had, uh, you know, basically uh, coughed its last. 
And, uh, well, certainly since then I've been happily riding in the Lady Demora's comfort here, knock on wood. But at the time, we were down to one car, and uh, Hubby certainly had to work because it was a weekend. Momentito for a sip of coffee. Uh, you're you're hearing show tunes in the background. My local jazz station plays show tunes on Sundays. So, yes, I didn't get to go to the family party, which I suppose was for the best because uh, whether there were uh, any more severe exposures, I'm not quite sure. But several members of the family after the holiday were the worst for wear and uh, you know they they didn't have positive tests but uh, you know they uh, they came down with colds and uh, some of us actually may have had a stomach bug now I don't know for sure that this is what happened but hubby is of the opinion that uh, my sister Ronnie may have used her back porch as a refrigerator. Now, some of you in the Northeast will probably know exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, if you're not from the Northeast or haven't been to even the, the North Midwest, we'd get rather crisp temperatures into the holidays and, you know, until spring. And uh, I myself remember many an occasion where Mom and Dad would put some, I call it soda pop people. A lot of people of my generation from the North call it just pop. And I know some of you from the South just will call it soda, but I call it soda pop. Uh, soft drinks. Uh, as a kid, I remember Mom and Dad putting uh, a soft drink out in the cold, in the snow, when the refrigerator was full. And uh, that is something that some of us still do in the, the winter months when you're having company and you're expected to have food. You uh, do your best to supply your guests and uh, sometimes that means using your porch as a extended uh, refrigeration. So, Hubby th- seems to think that uh, Ronnie may have decided that uh, the porch was a good extension of her refrigerator and placed her lasagna preparations there. Now, Hubby has a more delicate system than me, so perhaps um, maybe he's right on the, the, you know, the head on the nail there, right? But um, I don't know. Uh, I was sick at Christmas time, Hubby and I both were, and uh, it was for about four days. Uh, I had a negative test before being sick, and I had a negative test after being sick. I, I didn't take one during because I, I stayed home. But, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I had something. I, I don't know. But more importantly, getting back to the, uh, main topic here um 
I feel that uh, I need to make amends to my nephew who has done everything to include me. So hopefully in the warmer weather of the coming year, I will be able to introduce him to my uncle, my dad's only living brother. And uh, that's important because my nephew decided upon getting married that he and his wife would take the family name, although it wasn't the name he was living by because, of course, uh, his mother was my brother Axel's old girlfriend. So they, uh, you know, they, they didn't have any reason to keep the family name or to, to take it for that matter, but uh, he's been good enough to adopt the family name and he has a little one that they're raising and, uh, well, coincidentally, nephew lives uh, not far from my uncle's uh, neck of the woods, so perhaps we can make some introductions and, uh, you know, uh, usher in a new era for that side of the family. So, uh, all in all, the holidays passed, not necessarily without incident, but we had our typical colds, but it was my first in two years, so I think there is something to be said from the isolation and the the working from home scenario, but uh, I will talk to you more about that in a moment here. I've got some things to pick up at the store, and... uh, We'll just call this the magic of podcasting. So, yes, we were um, kitty drama free for, well, about a year. And, uh, hmm, uh, you know, I think that uh, it's not going to be as bad just simply because we've been there before and we caught things early so there was uh, a good opportunity to help things out and after only a week of being on the antibiotics again little Nala sprung back like a trooper so it's hard to say only because with her being a senior you can't take things for granted and just uh, assume that you're in the clear but at the same time it is nice to have a happy thought for a change so we shall see now on to uh, a note or two about uh, the salt mines uh, you know how we earn our keep at Chateau Star Sage, things have been a little stressful of late because, uh, as I mentioned during the holidays, the candy shop has made no indications of, uh, of long-term security with my position. There is every indication in the industry that uh, my position may be no longer necessary due to technology and uh, discontinuation of uh, certain 
certain products and services that uh, are my bread and butter. But unlike myself, Hubby, he feels that uh, now that he's been at the shop around the corner over a year now, and we're no longer in the early days of the pandemic, that there are more opportunities for someone of his uh, background. Uh, Simply put, Hubby has some experience in the creative realms, and he has worked for companies that have made more use of his talents than uh, his current employer. And he feels that he might be more appreciated at another place of business. (laughs) And, well, considering that the candy shop is uh, practically the only game in town for yours truly, it puts me a little on edge simply because... While I adore my sweet husband, and uh, I would love to see him make use of his talents and be appreciated at his place of work, (laughs) I can't help but feel jealous because uh, there is literally no other employer in the greater Oslo area, and... uh, I could, while I could, put my name in at places, I'm, I'm fairly certain that when the day comes that I'm no longer needed, it will be a grim reality because uh, while wages have increased for many entry-level positions, Most companies in the industry of the candy shop have uh, outsourced or uh, have gone to contractors. So, of course, that means that people are being paid less and they don't have insurance or benefits. Now, I don't know this to be the absolute case, but... With the um, lack of forthcomingness from upper management, all the indications are that there is change in the winds, and nobody is willing to speak to the matter at hand. So... But between uh, kitty drama and uh, hubby's wanting to wander in the the breadline, <laughs> yeah, I know he's he's looking for work, and to his credit, Billy has never quit a job without having another lined up already. But uh, 
just uh, interesting times that we are living in, and uh, the fact that I have recently celebrated my mid-decade birthday just puts things into perspective. I know that nowadays it is a very rare thing indeed for anyone to have the privilege of being with the same employer long enough to reach retirement. Really, retirement anymore is not any sort of guarantee at comfort or security. It's merely an agreement of two parties that say you agree to walk away and accept a settlement and uh, you also agree not to come back. That's what retirement really is. It's not waking up one day and deciding I'm too old to go to work or I don't feel like working anymore. I've got enough money in the bank. Now, that's a fairy tale. And uh, just, uh, I don't know. <laughs> My sweet mother-in-law, Mama Billy, she was divorced in her 50s and, uh, you know, took care of her kids on her own and worked a couple of different jobs with the school. She worked until she was 72 driving a school bus. And uh, her daughter has helped her burn through her life savings by moving from place to place due to some personal security issues and perhaps mental health issues. But uh, really, you know, um, it's just, uh, I know I'm a, a bit far ahead to be thinking about the days of retirement. It's just that that birthday so freshly on my mind has certainly put things into perspective. And uh, with Hubby only having been at the shop around the corner for a year, it, uh, it makes me leery. Now granted, he was with Granger's for more than a decade. And it was only due to business practices and an eventual bankruptcy that led to his release from that employment. So, over the time that we've been together, it's not as if he hasn't held down a job. I mean, he actually was working multiple jobs before he and I met, and he gave up working the other jobs so that he could have a social life once again. It is uh, just uh, weighing on my shoulders because as it stands, we don't get that many days off together, certainly not a regular weekend day off, 
and all I can do at this point is wish and hope for good things <laughs> and um, maybe ask for a, a little help from my doctor if you catch what I'm uh, saying here if my my meaning <laughs> little mental health there did I did I say that hmm and uh, well uh, you know I I, I don't want to have this be a a sour grapes cast but this is also the time of year that hubby and I and our our friends Tommy and Toppy in years past would normally be climbing into a, a car on a road trip and going down to the mid-Atlantic for a, a nerd family reunion. We used to, at least, have a science fiction convention that we would attend. And uh, it saddens me to say that I will not be attending this year. It was virtual last year. And uh, due to the state of the world, of course, there was a question as to whether this should be in person this year. And I feel a little betrayed, if I, I have to be honest, because uh, this is an event that I used to attend in my teen years, when I was not out of the closet, and most of my closest friends were in a fan club with me. This event was my safe haven. And sure, on paper, they are just a business. But if you think about it, many people who gather together for these uh, weekend retreats, in particular this a science fiction convention, are folks that uh, are may not be the most outgoing, you know, the most uh, outspoken. They may, in fact, be uh, somewhat introverted. And, uh, you know, maybe some of us that uh, have been uh, in the Inn of Doors even before recent times. I mean, uh, you don't have to be the most... Uh, <laughs> you don't have to be the most scholarly student of life to realize that there is a certain type. And uh, when you choose to leave your door, especially in these times, there is a lot that you're uh, putting at risk. Certainly uh, wearing your heart on your sleeve and... Uh, being uh, impressionable but if you're anyone like myself who has loved ones that rely upon you to make informed decisions that it could affect their health their livelihood uh, it is very disheartening if not defeating to learn that you were 
favorite retreat has decided to take it upon themselves to quote-unquote make a business decision that we're not going to ask for proof that you're vaccinated we're not even going to ask for proof that you've recently had a negative test for coronavirus no we're just going to ask for you to wear masks and socially distance because in the two years that we have been battling this pandemic through the goodwill and good intentions of science and medicine those two measures have certainly been enough to keep the damn thing from spreading now I'm sorry I don't care if it's just someone's business and they made the decision that they weren't going to make a bigger effort than that I'm talking about my annual retreat, my safe haven from my teens, and the fact that they've decided that they didn't have to go to any special lengths to keep their patrons safe is infuriating because I feel like they've decided, here, oh, here's this person who is depending on others and they're just sitting there at the top of the stairs. Well, let's just help them out. If you catch what I'm meaning. You know, if if somebody is in poor health, they don't want to have to spend their entire life indoors. And if somebody is mindful and caring enough to provide them with a safe haven for others to gather, then... By all means, do all that you can. But just the fact that you can say, oh, this should be good enough, words cannot express how disappointed I am with this group. I'm not even going to say their name because uh, you only have to go to uh, my past episodes in this time of the year, February, to know what event I'm talking about. And I certainly don't want to give them any more publicity than I have through this venue. But anyways, (laughs) oh, I need to think about something happy. What's happy? Oh, yes. Well, this Friday, February 4th, my co-host, my partner in crime, my nerd brother, Mr. Toppy Smelly. We're going to have another episode of Matinee Minutia. It's our February episode, our first February episode. And uh, we're going to be taking a walk down memory lane because, you know, things were good in the old days. And uh, this is going to be a mid to late 80s sitcom set in uh, the Big Apple, and it has uh, two women who were old friends who married and had families, and, you know, things just didn't work out. Uh, They ended up leaning on each other for support when uh, their spouses uh, turned them away. (laughs) And... uh, stars the talents of Susan St. James, 
who was formerly in the 70s um, mystery series Macmillan and Wife, and uh, Saturday Night Live alumni, and uh, later Third Rock from the Sun, Jane Curtin. Yes, we're going to be discussing Kate and Allie, a CBS sitcom from the mid to late 80s. And that's going to be on Friday, February 4th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Go over to matineeminutia.com, click the tower for audio, enter Discord for our chat room, and if you would like to see what we're up to, maybe I've put on a hat, maybe I've got an outfit, maybe I'm filming on location, because we've got that thing we like to call the Imagination Room there on Matinee Minutia. Just imagine where I am. Could I could even be on the set of the show. So stop by 9 p.m. Eastern for Matinee Minutia. And uh, if you would like, you could reach me by email, djstarsage at gmail.com, or tweet me on Twitter, at djstarsage. That is all for now. Kisses from the carriage. Stay safe and be mindful of others. Ta-ta. This has been an Alibug production. Chubb's gone wild with Matt and Tom. Speak up. The Smellcast by Tommy Smelly. Be heard. Tastes like burning with Tim and James. Unique voices in podcasting. The Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. Univazpods.net.